niggas saw it, some niggas talking. Welcome to niggas watching, niggas saw it, now niggas talking. Welcome to niggas watching, niggas saw it, now niggas talking. Episode 19 in this big bitch. Yes, sir. Welcome back to Niggas Watching. Niggas have been watching. Uh, Davey Dean in this big bitch. Deanie Bus. Yes, I am. <laughs> Dave Dean is here. So um, is Corey. Yeah, it's me. I'm talking per usual. Uh, per use. Per use. Um, but uh, yeah, we appreciate y'all always coming back to support us. Uh, listening to niggas watch or niggas talk about the, sh- the shit that they watch. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Such a crazy concept, right? We, we got a podcast talking about stuff that we watch. <laughs> like, that's like, and, and you know what? Like, there's still a void for the for those they, types which of- Which is nuts. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> we all love talking, like, we, we go on Twitter and tweet about the shit that we watch. Why not, you know, uh, uh, talk about it in, in the way that we do? So, but yeah. hey- we doing it if you don't want to. So how yeah. about that? If you don't want to talk about it, guess what? We the, sure the fuck will. Uh, but something uh, that niggas have been watching lately, Davey Dean. Mm-hmm. He's been watching a lot of shit lately. I have, I have. He's been getting caught up on some stuff that, that you know, niggas like me have already watched in this bitch. Yeah. But it's okay. It's all good. Yeah. My guy is catching up. I'm catching up. He's got I'm a few reviews up. for us. I do have a few reviews Talk for you. Talk to us. Uh, I'm going to start with Evil, bro. Oh, so if you ladies and gentlemen out there, uh, if you don't remember, my black ass bringing up Evil several, many, many episodes ago, but I brought it up, told this nigga a long time ago to watch it. Well, he already watched it. Yeah, watching I was going to say, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do he that. He was watching. Yeah. Because um, I watched the first he season. He did watch the first season. When it hit Netflix. Um, Let me just look. There's... I, I think I might have brought up the episodes or brought up the season or the series for him to get back into watching. Yes. Because it had went from just being a CBS exclusive to a Paramount Plus exclusive. Yeah. But go ahead. Give niggas your review on that. Bro, on that, so that I watched the second season. I won't review the whole show, but I watched the second season Talk of like maybe us. the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Bro, such a fire fucking show. And it's kind of up my alley. Like, I like kind of procedural type shows where, like, it's a different mm-hmm. sort of case every episode. But there's, like, a larger mythology being built. Uh-huh. Uh, you I know, like that. I've already talked about Law & Order extensively. Um, mm-hmm. X-Files is another show I like a lot. Uh, Psych is a show that's probably one of my favorite shows ever that I don't talk about enough on this show. Um, but they do kind of follow that concept, too, of, like, every episode is a different case. Mm-hmm. And, like, they're kind of building the larger mythology. But with Evil... It kind of turns it on its head a little bit because it's not necessarily like criminal cases every episode. Every right. episode they're kind of dealing with like whether or not an exorcism or some like mm-hmm. the church to get involved in certain right. things. And the they evil have, that you can't see versus the evil that you like can see in people. Exactly. Like, yeah. Which it can sometimes turn into that. Right, right, right. Yeah, it can sometimes turn into that. And like the difference between... Whether it's like it's like a d- demonic possession a demonic, or something, right. or if this person's genuinely it's just, it's just crazy, a, remote like just truly yeah. an evil person, or if there's like something else going on that's causing 
these manic episodes or whatever. Mm, mm-hmm. um, and I feel like the the show does like a really cool job of like balancing all of that. And who's shit. who's who's leading that? Michael Coulter. Mike, Mike Coulter. Mike Coulter. Oh, Luke yeah. Cage. Oh, Luke Cage. Oh, Luke Cage. Oh, he he Luke probably ain't never coming back to Luke Cage. He got a job. Yeah. Oh yeah. He locked in on evil. Yeah. He hundred percent locked in. He's really good on the show. He's really, really, really good, good on the show. Um, I, bro, I I watched the second season. I was like, damn, I probably should have got to this a hell of a lot earlier. Such because I felt like um, the first season was like good, like really good, and the second season just took it up to like a whole other level. Like them getting all when I first watched it, I was like, this is on CBS. This is on CBS. This is on I was Network. like, this is such a weird show to be on CBS. It, like, I think it used to come on like a like on Friday or which, something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's to tell you how much. Uh, CBS felt about the show but like it going to Paramount Plus is the best possible decision best. I made a comparison I agree. in a car that it's like if a show went from like Fox to like HBO like like it, it's like it's you like, guys what the fuck was this doing on Fox man like y'all should have been on like you know HBO or whatever um, mm-hmm. and I feel like the second season was like fucking amazing it's, it's kind of walking that line of like with a show like that, you're always going to walk the line of like, okay, if everybody's acting crazy, eventually some shit needs to happen mm-hmm. to like make the shit make sense. And I think based on what I've seen in the second season, they've kind of, they've done a really good job of that, of like, okay, it's a lot of crazy shit happening, but we're going to clearly build towards something really, really crazy happening. Right. Um, but yeah, bro, I, I think the show is fucking fire. I don't think it gets enough fucking love. I agree. No, it's I not agree. talked about en- en- enough, nearly enough. Mm-hmm. Um, There's always those shows, man, that, you know, it takes time for people to get around to them. You know, they're slow burns, some of them. But I don't, I think this is one of those shows that, like you just said, if you like procedural dramas uh, that have like this undertone of mythology and, and fucking like, if you like shows that have, you know, religion as an aspect of, of like, what's actually happening in the show, uh, you know, all of that stuff. You know, yeah. if you, and if you, you like darker dramas. Yeah. Dark, very dark show. Very, very um, dark show. And, you know, David Dean and I love those types of shows. Absolutely. Uh, man, you should, it, it, ladies and gentlemen, you should lock into this one. This is Absolutely lock into it. Absolutely lock into it. I'll also say, even though it is a dark show, it does have like, um, because oh, it's yeah. so re- uh, based on religion, it does have like that kind of positive spin uh, on it. Like a really, really positive spin on it. Uh, for a dark show, it's like surprisingly positive in a lot of ways because there's a lot of times where certain things will get talked about and uh, Mike Coulter being that he's a... He's a priest. He's a priest. Uh spins it in a way where like okay you know try to find the love within yourself or like he'll bring up bible verses or mm-hmm. he'll help other characters try to you know get back and um get back in line with certain things but I, I feel like this is one of those shows that's like every episode something interesting really happens um which not a lot of shows do that yeah or some shows do it too much in my opinion like they'll kind of force it and i feel like this show doesn't necessarily do that um I forget the guy's name who plays Leland, but he was also in Lost. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah That's was, what I fucking remember yeah, him he was from. Also, he was also in Lost. And, and um, Leland is a... Oh, golly. Bro. But anywho. <laughs> but he, he's really good at playing those types of characters. Right, um, right, right. And I feel like in Lost, they didn't... It's not necessarily a procedural show, but that show did... No pun. Got lost in the sauce. Uh, and this show very easily could have went that route, but they chose not to. Um, if I need to give evil 
season two a rating? Sure, go for it. Um, I've seen season three, but you know that's just me. Yeah, <laughs> we, we're getting up for season. Look, I said last. He last, got a, he got a running list. I got a running list, and that is on the list. I've actually had to break some shows down in seasons because of that list because mm-hmm. like, might have to attack it at a different time. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, season two give yeah go ahead and give. I I'd probably actually give it like a nine out of ten, bro. I love it. I'd it probably really, give it a really, nine really, out of really, ten. Really, really strong season. And like, uh, I'm gonna break the the recommendation uh, scale and give it a six out of five. What recommendation, bro? All right, knife. Cut the, cut this nigga's look. Off. Six out of five, bro. Like, I think I think if you haven't watched Evil yet, if you're planning on watching it and we're on the fence about it, watch the shit. Watch it. If you've never heard of it. Look it up. Find out where you can watch it. Watch it. I won't tell you to bootleg it because that's illegal. Because that is illegal. That is very illegal. If you don't have Paramount Plus, then... uh, Get a trial. Get a trial or figure it out. Or figure it the fuck out. Figure it out. Once again, I won't tell you to bootleg it. I ain't going to tell you that. But figure it out. Because Hollywood niggas is listening. They are. We ain't telling you that. (laughs) Absolutely not telling you that. Uh, but really fucking good. Really, really show. good show, man. Oh I'm glad God. that you. I'm glad that you were able to, to lock back in, and 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 now you're looking forward to season three. Yeah, Hopefully, you'll be able to get to season three before they come out with season four. I definitely will. That's good. I okay. definitely will. I definitely. Will. I'm gonna look up whenever it's coming out, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna get to it. Um, gonna have to watch it before snowfall because I know uh-huh. I'm gonna be too. I'm about to do my snowfall rewatch very, very soon. About to be that time. Yeah, about to do it very, very but soon. Go ahead. Uh, and my other review. Mm-hmm. Was uh what barbarian? Oh, okay. So, from horror fiction television to movie to horror, time, yeah. To, to I mean, film. so because you know we're just coming out of October. I was watching. That's when I watched. Yeah, watched like horror, horror like what's it called? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched Barbarian. Oh boy! So last episode I talked about Beast. Uh, I watched. I was planning to watch Beast regardless. This uh, that past weekend. Uh, and then, you know, just ran. I was like, oh, shit, Barbarian's on HBO Max. HBO Let me Max. watch it. You know what I mean? I was like, I remember Corey talking about it. I didn't remember exactly what you said about it, but I remembered you talking about it. So I was like, oh, yeah, let me watch it. Some of uh, our friends in the group chat were watching it, too. So it's like, yeah, you know. Um, let me say something, okay? <laughs> few episodes, he's, he's here. A <laughs> few episodes ago. A few episodes he's ago. Here. <laughs> we talked about some trash movies we didn't seen, right? Talk about some trash horror movies we didn't seen. I've seen a lot you know of bad I mean? ones. Seen a lot of bad ones. We didn't talked about some um, some movies where that's time we'll never get back. Oh fucking man, we uh, have. And look, bro, I I this was atrocious. This oh was goodness, fucking t- this movie was so fucking bad. I actually went back to the episode where you talked about it because I was like, there's no way this movie that I just watched is the same movie Corey described on that show because. I was like, I don't remember him saying it was that bad. And then I listened to the fucking episode, episode 13, ladies and gentlemen, right at the very end. I listened to the episode. And I I listened to you talk about this movie. You couldn't even get the words out to describe this motherfucking movie. Like, you sat there stammering for like 45 <laughs> seconds and was like, you know what? You're not going to watch it. Fuck it. This is what I think about the movie. <laughs> Close the fucking episode. Oh me, I was bro. I know I probably was hot and high. <laughs> bro, <laughs> this was hands down one of the worst films I have ever seen in my fucking life. And what's so this crazy, is a, bro? It's it's niggas have been fucking like. I be on Litterbox a lot. If you ain't on Litterbox, follow me and Davey Dean. We on that bitch. Yeah, we gonna put we gonna put uh, our links in the fucking bio. But on and not just on Litterbox, on fucking Twitter, on you know film Golly, Twitter, on bro. film Reddit, on all of these shits. 
niggas have been fucking just saying like, oh, Bar- Barbarian's one of the best horror films, you know, since Hereditary, one of the best horror films of the Man. past however many years. They're full of shit. They are lying. I don't know how many it's, these motherfuckers it's, are getting It's paid. decent at best. Look, I'm gonna tell you this. I'm gonna tell you this right now. The the I don't I don't I, I it might have been 20th Century Fox that did this. It might have been one of it was 20th Century. This is 20th Century. Okay, 20th Century. You guys are gonna have to pay me a lot of fucking money to sit and say a movie like that is good. Should have swapped that for Hellraiser, but hey, Man. <laughs> 20th Century. But whatever. Hey, we giving y'all ideas. But hey, Bro, keep going. This shit was so fucking bad. It doesn't make any fucking sense. I'll say. I guess the first act was decent. It was cool. It was the premise is actually a good premise. Somebody walks into an Airbnb. There's already somebody else there. Some bullshit horror shit starts happening. But bro, anytime I watch a, a horror movie and the lead character is doing a shit ton of dumb shit, that's like this. This doesn't even make sense. Fuck the context of the movie. Uh-huh. If this shit is really happening to you, why would you go about this in this particular way? That shit is already a turn off for me. You know what I'm saying? But when you have a movie that feels like it's like four different movies stuffed into one. Mm. And then when you have characters like Justin Long's character that's like, why the fuck is he here? Why are you even why, fucking here, dude? Why, who writes a character like this and puts it in a film for this explicit purpose? And then on top of that, you got a lead character that's just like, why are you trying to save these dumb motherfuckers? Go the fuck home. I'm, I'm, I'm going home. Go home. Motherfuckers are just telling you don't be in this fucking town. Like, and you're like, well, fuck it, I'm gonna just stay in this fucking town. Like, dog, I'm pulling. I, as soon as I pull up and I see the Airbnb and I see what's happening around me, I'm out. Out this motherfucker, I'm bro. I'm gone. Oh my god, such a bad fucking film. Even like the reason why the motherfuckers was like underground and shit, mm-hmm. like that, that didn't even like, I was like, why? Y'all could have actually not said anything, and it might have been a little bit better. It have been a little bit better, please. might have been a little bit better. But See, that's the mystery of horror that I be that I be missing. It's like I've talked about before with, uh, you know, and I don't have to talk about this much more, <laughs> but it always takes me back to how Rob Zombie rewrote the oh, Halloween, bro. you know, for his for his. You know, Halloween and Halloween I, yeah, too. Yeah, I actually thought about what you were saying when, when I was watching the movie and they you, show that shit. There yeah. are a lot of shit in those Halloween films, especially in the first one. We didn't need to see all of that stuff. We yeah. we really didn't eat. I mean, I, 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 I saw his reasoning of trying to give us more of an understanding of Michael Myers' backstory and how evil can, you know, can essentially happen like fucking in, 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 in like stages of a person's life. Um, but... It was way creepier if we didn't really have a real know. idea protect- of why he was doing why he was doing what he was doing. Bro, when you protect the mystique, then I'm like, oh, okay, like yeah. this is actually scary. Like this is actually a But when you give us some nut ass backstory that we didn't I, ask I, for. I don't, what do I need this or for? Or if you give us a backstory that makes no fucking sense. Bro, none. It's like why I would you you should have just not told us anything and I would have liked the film more. Bro, nothing. And I would enjoy the film so much more. So much fucking more, bro. Like I, mm-hmm. this shit was so bad. I, I was like, okay, maybe this isn't the movie that I'm thinking that Corey talked about because he said no, people were reviewing it and were fucking with it, and I don't remember people Corey fucking with it. And I was, I looked up the reviews, and I'm like, it's oh, people different. really like this motherfucker. Like, like people really saw this shit and were like, oh, this is this is the one, y'all. Mm-hmm. Like this is, 
I was like, yo. Best horror film of the year over Bro. all of these other. Man, look, don't get me. Don't man, get me. this can't. This, don't get me going. Bro, this is such, such a bad fucking movie. Like, oh, I, so if, if you have to, like, if the film was coming from the mind of Davey, or of, of Davey Dean, of Deanie Buss, what would you have done differently? Uh, the whole first act would have probably been like the film, honestly. Like, I would have just extended that a little bit more. I probably wouldn't have uh, had her go to the... the um, she It wouldn't have gotten as far as her getting to that, the meeting. Like, when she woke up in the middle of the night and the door opened and, the door and that, was nigga open. was that nigga was screaming, like, then the horror movie would have started. Then we would have started seeing, like, the little girl or the little monster. Um... The basement probably would have been like the climax of the film when they got to the basement and she's like walking into the motherfucker. Like that would have been it. And I think it would, it, her as a character, it would have been much better for us as like viewers if we would have saw her kind of go into that that tunnel for whatever reason she decides to go in that fucking tunnel. And then she would have makes it out. She makes it out. Like not some other person kind of coming in and helping her out. Mm-hmm. Like she figures out what the fuck is going on in the underground thing and she leaves. Like, it, it was just so, like, bizarre adding all the extra shit. Like, her wanting to go back in and save the other dude. Like, she don't even know that motherfucker. Like, the cops don't believe her. Like, I'd have, um, I'd have broke the window and got my fucking keys and wallet. And if I seen some cops, I'm like, yo, some niggas back there if y'all want to go back and get that mm-hmm. motherfucker. Like, like I just would have cut out a lot of the extra shit. And, like, I guess I could kind of understand... As much as I dislike the character for the film, I think yeah. the the Justin Long's character in a general sense like works well for a film. Like seeing that type of a dickhead person in some kind of film is like cool. But this particular film, it just didn't work. Like I would have made more of the film about her and her trying to get out of this particular situation. I wouldn't have talked so much about like I, I think it would have been weirder, or creepier, or even scarier if she just went down there, saw the old dude, saw the videos, and then saw um, you know, the the guys, whatever that thing was to that man mm-hmm. at that point. The barbarian. The barbarian. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it would have been more like, creepier, or scary if you just saw that and she's like trying to escape from that. Um, shit, if that shit chases her down the whole the rest of the movie, like mm-hmm. to the fucking light tower and shit. Now we'll say this. I saw some of the like the the behind the scenes of Barbarian, you know, in the on uh, 20th century 20th centuries IG of how they made this man, uh, can't think of his name right now, but how they brought him his character to life as the uh, the main antagonist in the film. Yeah, uh, it was super duper like fascinating and like all of the time and effort and makeup oh and I'm sure prosthetics and all of that yeah, stuff I'm, sure. I'm like wow it's all that's practical, crazy. obviously like yeah. no, no CGI yeah, no yeah, CGI yeah. Um, super duper cool but wow the film such a bad just very movie. like wow like I was expecting more I guess cause niggas was doing all of this high cap and niggas was doing all of this shit like oh wow this best best film of the, the best horror film of the year see this in a very very like like crowded theater i saw some reviews like you need to go see this with a packed theater and it needs everybody needs to be written like all types of shit all these buzzwords niggas be using Man. when they be writing reviews on films and they be trying to motherfucking sell the film and God. i my black ass loving horror films i'm gonna go watch it anyways went to see it left feeling indifferent 
And if I leave a film feeling like, wow, what the fuck did I just watch? But not in like one of those like, wow, what the fuck did I just watch? My mind is blown. I can't wait to like watch it again. I watch that shit like, what the fuck did I just watch? And why did I come and watch it again? I could have waited for that shit to hit HBO Max. Man. But definitely could have, bro. It is what it is. Definitely wouldn't have, you would have enjoyed the experience better because you would have been at the fucking crib. Because I would have been at my motherfucking crib watching yeah. IMAX on my TV. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, Davey Dean or DD Bus, tell niggas uh, how you feel. Give us uh, your ratings out of 10 and uh, if you recommend out of five. Man, so uh, all, when I initially <laughs> yeah. watched it, I gave it a zero out of 10. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But, but you I know, I wasn't that rough. But I, I, I think the premise, I, the premise is still good and I, the first act was decent. Okay. I, I got to give it like a 2 out of 10, Jeez. I guess. Yeah, 2 He's out of 10. rough. Yeah, I think bro. I at least gave it like a 5. You gave it a 6 out of was 10. Was it 6? 6 out of 10, uh, but an IMAX 6 out of 10, which is really like a, four. like a 4. Yeah, you know what I mean? So it's really double my score technically, to be honest. But 2 out of 10 uh, for my actual review of it and... I'd probably give it like a Honestly like a zero out of five I really Jeez. don't think I don't think there's any real reason You should watch this movie um, Unless you Want time You like You want to waste some time You got some time you don't, Some yeah. time you don't feel like Getting back um, Once again I always say uh, Fucking You know Our word is not law It's not law you Go watch these films Form your own opinion uh, Maybe you'll like it Like you know um, I didn't necessarily like it I thought the the all of the characters were were written kind of weird. Um, I could go on for days and days about this shit. Uh, this this was this was bad, bro. Really fucking bad. So mm. um, I, ho- I hope we get less less like this. And you know, I I golly, I love a a, a very um, anticipated horror film, and I love something that you know is acclaimed and it actually like uh i don't know whenever i go see it i'm like oh wow i see why it's getting these such great reviews because wow what a fucking film that i just watched didn't really have that feeling after barbarian i actually had this idea even though i think i've said it on the episode that i was had no intentions of ever rewatching it i think the moment that it hit max i was hbo max i was like okay maybe i'll give it another shot I changed my mind so quickly. I don't know what the fuck made it, and I'm glad that I did because I wouldn't rewatch it, bro. I wouldn't. It's just I, I can, I might give it a negative one out Gee, of five wow. Jesus on a, Christ. for a rewatch. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, do not rewatch it if you already seen it once, um, unless you really fucked with it that much. Uh, yeah, bro. I, I wasn't. I wasn't the biggest fan of that motherfucker. Um, but something else. You were a fan of something else that you've recently recently reviewed, yeah. Yeah, uh, She-Hulk. Yeah, She-Hulk actually like. Yeah, give She-Hulk. give give the people a quick rundown on 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 how you felt about uh, uh, Disney Plus's first season of She-Hulk. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was cool. Like, I think um, so. I I didn't. I think I watched like the first couple episodes when it like week to week, and then the last couple last couple episodes week to week. I did mm-hmm. like a kind of binge of like a lot of the middle episodes. Ah, I got you. But I, I thought the show was was solid, bro. I mean, it was a half hour comedy. The worst part about it is that they they had a few CGI characters. Like She Hulk was a CGI character. I was like the main character. Um, then they had like Abomination. Hulk was in it. It was a few too many 
main characters that were fully CGI in a TV show that didn't have the budget to do something like that. So it clearly kind of showed. Um, I think for something like that, they either should have upped the budget so the characters look better or just did a film mm. so they could have upped the budget so the characters look better. I see. Um, but, I mean, I thought it was funny. Uh, if you're a fan of, like, the MCU, like, they kind of tie into a lot of stuff and really cool. Yeah, I was going to ask, like, was it how were the, the Easter eggs in this show, are they plentiful? Are they, are they setting up for whatever is i don't know what's happening next yeah i watched it no yeah they're, they're definitely setting up for a lot of shit um but they do it in like a really fun cool way they okay. kind of poke fun at like the whole marvel thing um she hulk breaks the fourth wall which is pretty funny um because she's an attorney at law right yeah she's an attorney at law so uh they kind of do a case of episode type thing but i i thought it was interesting i thought it was pretty funny um this this is a show that I think gets a lot of hate online, and they even poke fun at the hate that you know they kind of get online, which I thought was really cool. Um, yeah, I would probably give She Hulk. I probably give She Hulk a much higher rating. Uh, I probably give She Hulk like a seven point five out of uh, maybe a seven out of ten. I feel like She Hulk's one of those shows that if you read about what it's about and see other people's reviews, you might not fuck with it. But if you actually watch it, you're like, this is like a cool, fun show. Like, okay, there's nothing. It's like a, a nice watch. Uh, there's nothing necessarily bad about it outside of the CGI. Um, every episode has like a little post credits thing that's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like this, this is one of them shows. It is the Marvel thing is weird because you feel like you got to watch everything to understand everything. Right, right, um, right. This one not so much. You can kind of go into it with just a general passing knowledge of what's mm-hmm. happening with Marvel. Um, and they, they do make a few, they actually make a few jokes about the CGI thing too. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh so it's one of those very self, very weird Super, shows. super self-aware, which I thought was really cool and really funny. Um, okay. So yeah, I, I think, um, like I said, 7 out of 10, and I'd probably give it like a 4 out of 5 to recommend. Like, I, I really think people should watch it. It's a funny show, humorous show. Um, if you've seen Barbarian, oh goodness, this is a good. We back good, on Barbarian, huh? This, yeah, this is this is a good. It's a good little after watch. After you, if you get done with Barbarian, go ahead and get a little palate go, cleanser. Yeah, go cleanse your palate. You know what I mean? Watch She Hulk or watch Beast. That's exactly what I did. I watched Barbarian and watched Beast right after. I was like, I need something. Beast actually might have got a higher rating because I watched <laughs> Barbarian you, right you had before. You just it. watched Barbarian. You yeah. need to cleanse your palate. And yeah. Something else was was a lot better than than that, man. Oh, goodness man. gracious, man. Um, okay. Well, I mean, you know what? I know She Hulk was, you know, it got mixed reviews. Of it course. did. It did. Like, I, but uh, like most, yeah, I guess Marvel shows, you know, not most. Um, there are some that are had got stellar reviews, you know, like WandaVision and, and what Loki. else? Loki. Loki got stellar reviews. Um, Actually, more than a few of them got stellar reviews. In terms yeah. of the ones I think got stellar reviews and deserved it, Loki, WandaVision, that's it. Those um, are the two most deserving? Yeah, and What If. What If got pretty good reviews and that was pretty deserving of it. But um, I think She-Hulk deserved a little better. She-Hulk was, was definitely not nearly as bad as people made it seem. Um I enjoyed it. I think I think uh, more motherfuckers should watch it. Uh, but yeah, man, those are those are my reviews. You know, niggas niggas finally got around to watching. Niggas some finally shit. got around to watching some shit that that was on his his list. You know what I mean? Of things things that he you know one of those things he wished he could get his fucking time back for watching it. My this. <laughs> God, it's an hour and some change. I'm never getting back. Oh man, but uh, you know what? I think you know uh, uh, when it when it comes to to Disney Plus Marvel shows, 
I be so I'm kind of like you. I be so far behind on them, bro. I'm like, I just have to wait until all of them are done to even try yeah. to watch them. Yeah, and it's so they do come out pretty like they be like I be sometimes forgetting how quickly they could not really how quickly they come out, but like shit, She Hulk came out this year. What was last year? Or what was early this year? Early this year was, was fucking uh, Miss Marvel. When was the Moon Winter Soldier? Night. And, and, and that was, was last, that last year? year? Yeah, that was last year. Moon Knight. That's, yeah, Moon, Moon Knight, Knight was year. definitely this year. Werewolf by Night, which I mentioned last episode, was this year. Um, I think that's it for all their shows this year. I think She-Hulk was the last one. Was the one. last one? Yeah, on but... Slate. Got it. Man, yeah, Dis- Disney Plus, they be churning out them MCU shows, boy. Yaya's going to be in one too, huh? Yeah, it's going to be in Wonder Man. That's going to that's gonna be interesting. I thought they were going to go with the Asian lead for that. Okay. Because, um, um, what's his name? Uh, I think it's Daniel Cretton. Cretton is, uh, uh, he, he's developing the show. And they, I think they said it was going to have some ties to Shang-Chi, but... I don't know anymore. Ooh, um, okay. I love actually, Shang-Chi. Actually, no, no, no. I, I think it, it does have a very clear tie to Shang-Chi. But, um, yeah, Yaya's going to be leading it, which is, should be interesting. That's what's up. Uh, looking at his kind, of, the character's kind of power, so that I know a little bit about Wonder Man, but not too, too much. I think this is going to be like another kind of She-Hulk thing where it's like, ah, y'all might have needed to do a movie for this. But mm. still still interested, invested in the show. Bob Odenkirk might be in the show as well. Oh. Ooh, I'm gonna have to watch this one. Yeah, Bob Odenkirk might be in the show Just as off, well. Off the strength of Yaya and Bob alone. Yeah, that's that's gonna be great. Um, so yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm excited for that. I'm excited for that. Don't know when the fuck it's gonna come. Uh, it's probably a couple, at least a year and some change away mm-hmm. from it. But uh, yeah, that should be solid, bro. I mean, they they're kind of. It's like Marvel has this thing where it's like they'll announce the concept of a show and like the cast, and you're like, oh shit, I can't wait for it. And then you're watching, and you're like. Okay, I actually probably could have waited for this a little bit, but uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, bro. I mean, I think Yaya's gonna kill it. Yaya in a superhero show is already good money. Yeah, already good money. We didn't see this nigga in Watchmen. We didn't see this nigga in Watchmen when he was fucking Doctor Manhattan. Man, man, and boy, did that nigga kill it. And did he do it? You know what? I I'd, I'd read that the uh, was a creator of Watchmen didn't like the series. Right? He, didn't, he doesn't like any any right. He doesn't like anything. anything. He, yeah. hey, that's right. He doesn't like the movie Which, or the series. In his defense, if you hear him talk about it, he'll see him. He'll come off like a super hater. Mm-hmm. But if you look into his history, he kind of you know developed the concepts of like Watchmen and some other stuff. And like I, he might either been low on money or like he didn't necessarily own the rights. But like people yeah. just started making the shit without really consulting him earlier on. Got it. Got and it. so he, oh, he doesn't Hollywood. Uh-huh. Man, so he doesn't fuck with any of the shit that comes out. He doesn't fuck with superheroes in general, actually, at all. Oh. Yeah, he's over it. But, um, yeah, uh, he, he he did not like the Watchmen concept of all, at, at all. At all. He said Damon Lindelof wrote him a letter, and he like was like, fuck this nigga, bro. He was like, oh, I don't know. Fuck whatever the fuck you talking about. This is not what the fuck I came up with. Fuck you and your show. Um, which, once again, you know, he might come off as a hater, but at the end of the day, when you get your whole shit stolen from you, what can you do? You can't control the motherfuckers making it. You can't control what the fuck they do about it, how they reinterpret it or interpret it. Like, it is what it is. Um, well, somebody else who goddamn ain't really a big fan of Marvel and DC. Oh, Quentin Tarantino said he could never do a fucking Marvel or DC film. Because he said they only hired what? What they only hired? Like hired hands. Hired hand. Hired Motherfuckers hands. who need a job. He said he doesn't Man. need a job. But guess what, Quentin? 
We don't need a fucking Marvel or DC film. I don't want to hear niggas saying the N word 99,000 times for no apparent reason. Not in no superhero movie. Not in no superhero movie. Why the fuck do I want to hear Henry Henry Cavill talking or saying the N word for no fucking reason? For for nothing. Just wake up. Bro, imagine imagine, imagine at the the cameo at fucking the end of Black Adam. Yeah, the end of Black Adam. Say, hey, half nigga Adam. Right. Heard you down here making up all this. What do you think? Yeah. Heard you out here making up all this fuss, boy. All what the fuck you right. doing, boy? Come here. Yeah, that's a Tarantino that's fucking Tarantino. Black Adam right nah, there. I'm good. The N word would have been dropped about 90 um, fucking um, times. I'm good. In, a, is, in a five minute span. And it would have been like, what the fuck is going on here? What the fuck is going on what here? What the fuck is going but on here? That's Quentin Tarantino, someone who is glad, I guess, to be back. In uh, working with DC, you touched on it in episode eighteen. Yeah, uh, you want to briefly touch back on it real quick yeah, before we segue. Wait, yeah, uh, my nigga James Gunn, Yero um, James Gunn. Yeah, so we kind of talked about it a few episodes before that actually. Um, ah, okay. That when we were kind of saying what direction I thought DC were, was going, right, right, right. And I said because didn't because he wasn't was there was a once upon a time that he didn't want the role, right? He didn't like he right. had they had asked him, he said no. Um, but it was it the the success of Black Adam. He was like, all right, I'm I, locked in. I think it's a combination of things. I think they might have offered a number that he just kind of couldn't refuse. couldn't refuse, and also the opportunity to because Suicide Squad was great. Mm-hmm. Um, Peacemaker was great. Peacemaker was great. He's uh, developing a Amanda Waller show with uh, Viola Davis. Oh um, boy, I'm all the fuck. In Viola yeah. Davis, I'm there. Yeah, I'm there. I mean, and you know, her on TV is good money. I'm there. Her on good TV is good money. Um, and you know, having watched Black Adam, it tied into a lot of what happened on Suicide Squad, right, right, um, right. and Peacemaker. Uh, so I think it was just the opportunity to be like, okay, kind of what he did, how Guardians kind of changed the scope of the MCU a bit, mm-hmm. but he wasn't necessarily in control of everything that happened to the Guardians after that. Uh, now he's kind of in control of everything that that does sort of happen. Um, and he's really big on like listening to fans. He might not do exactly what fans say, but he, he can, he's in tune similar to actually the rock. He's really in tune to what fans want. And he's going to like try to provide that while also giving you a really, really good story. Right. Um, when I was watching Beast, I was actually thinking about like how good Idris Elba was in Suicide Squad. I was like, wow, like Idris Elba was really good at playing like a lot of these kind of different roles. Uh, and then it made me think, like, damn, I, I really hope him and James Gunn do something else, like, within that universe, because mm-hmm. um, James Gunn is really good at getting these perfect actors for, like, these perfect roles and, like, having these actors make it their own. And, like, you you could have read the comics for your whole life, but you're like, okay, this person is this particular character. Got it. Um, right, right, And right. I'm really excited to see where James Gunn yeah, goes. direction. Yeah, with, like, this whole sort of kind of at the helm of this especially because DC is completely directionless right now yeah they don't um, have much I think Black Adam and you know uh, I know The Rock pretty much said that like he was hoping with the success of Black Adam that it could help to usher in like just a new time with DC films like you want to compete with Marvel you do duh uh, that is your your main competitor yeah. like, in terms of how these, these films in general. Uh, and like you just said, they really didn't have a direction of where they were going to go. Um, but I do like to, I, I mean, I'm not nearly as well-versed in DC and Marvel films as you are. Like I said, 
I know that the actually comics you are in you are well versed in both. Mm-hmm. I just know most of the films, but what I do know is I fucking enjoyed the uh, Suicide Squad and Peacemaker and other films that James Gunn has had a fucking helping hand in. So I'm excited to see how he yeah. essentially helps to like like the Rock said helps to usher in a new uh, a new uh, era for DC films. Yeah, and and. I think based on what he's done so far, mm-hmm. he's it's in good again. hands. Yeah, I was yeah. Like, he's proven he can for sure. Because even like you know before there was even any kind of direction with DC or whatever, yeah. he was pulling on to the big. He was pulling from the bigger mythology and like adding sort of little Easter eggs of like, okay, this can go so many other places and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think one really really good sign is that he was able to do two kind of R rated. Things for DC that turned out really successful, so I think him being at the helm of it means that we're gonna get some. But they're gonna do what Marvel isn't doing. They're gonna do like the more, I hate to use the word gritty, but like grittier, yep. darker, like you know, a bit more violent type of things that are still really, really entertaining that people really, really want to see. Um, which I know we harp on these niggas every episode, but you know, Warner Brothers needs. Boy, Warner Brothers yeah. needs. Um, they need it. They need it. They need more box office wins. Man, that's for certain. Man, but uh, you know, okay, well, hey, I'm with it. You know, if if that's you know, uh, if you, I know you feel you know pretty good about about his decision to actually accept the role now after he essentially turned it down the first time. Um, but you know. I'm, it's Hollywood, man. Bro, motherfuckers, Hollywood. motherfuckers offer you some money, dog. All, niggas come at you like, yo, dog, I know we we offered you this. Now we trying to up it now, though. Yeah, now now we gonna now we gonna up the I price mean, on you, B. You're not gonna say no. You're not gonna hard, say no. Listen, especially when you you are the motherfucker that's calling these shots too. You're gonna say yes. That's a four year deal. So okay. You got, you got four years to kind of make some shit happen. I think next year is kind of a mulligan. You know what I mean? It's kind mm-hmm. of a like I, next year is going to count, but all the movies coming out next year are already done. Shazam, yeah. uh, right. Aquaman, Flash, Blue Beetle. Mm. All those movies are pretty much filmed. They're all pretty much, you know, done. But I'm sure there's going to be some reshoots so we can add a little bit to kind of like put the put these films on a certain path, like a certain sort of larger story that he wants to tell. Mm-hmm. Um, I know they offered the role to Kevin, Kevin Feige and he said no. Uh, oh, they were trying to snag him from Marvel. Yeah, huh? but he he wasn't gonna say no. I, I've heard he's kind of wanted to move away from it. He's kind of overworked. Um, but I don't think he would go to DC just because if he's overworked at Marvel, he, he's gonna, gonna. Oh, oh my goodness! It's not like it's gonna be less work at DC. <laughs> it's uh, gonna be more work. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah. No, nah, I'm 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 very excited to see where it goes. Uh, one thing I'm not excited to see where it goes though. Um, James Cameron's Avatar series. Yeah, what's up with James, man? He's not feeling. He's not feeling it, huh? He's he's kind of he's the heat. The he's kind of getting to this nigga, bro. Oh man, he's kind of getting to this nigga, bro. So Avatar one was oh nine, oh nine, oh shit. thirteen years later, huh? Bro, that that shit he's hit like one point four, one point five bill. You know what I mean? That that nigga was gassing up this shit for the last thirteen years, talking about Avatar two, Avatar three, and Avatar four is gonna bang. Y'all mm-hmm. niggas gonna feel this shit, and then we started kind of getting a little bit closer to that release date. First thing he said was like, yo, the Marvel movies and them DC movies don't got no heart. 
You know what I'm saying? He's like, my shit got heart. Yeah. My shit, Talk you know your what I mean? Talk your shit, James. My shit, my shit yeah. got real family, yeah. real family bullshit going on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? All the Marvel movies, that motherfuckers fall in love for 10 minutes, yeah. go blow up a fucking town, yep. and then move the fuck on. Like, right. They don't, Use a they person don't, as a shield and shit. Yeah, you know what I mean? They don't They don't got what the fuck we got going on. Yeah. And then that nigga started seeing, mm-hmm. seeing some of the box office projections for Wakanda Forever, which come out. Less than a month before his shit, mm-hmm. and he's looking like, all right, all right, if my if number two ain't that successful, we might just end with number three. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Oh, now you, now he, yeah, now he trying to get now, now he, now he pulling back because. Yeah, I mean, look, look, hey, the the landscape done changed since you did Avatar two. He, he should have dropped Avatar two like mm-hmm. eight years ago, for real, for real, right. You know what I mean? Like he he really should have not thirteen now, years later. Man, I, I understand in terms of the effects that's going into this movie, it, it took a long time. Like even the first one took a minute, but boy, that nigga he he's feeling it. He's he feeling, feeling the pressure. He's feeling it, bro. He's feeling it. So he's talking about. And look, James Cameron, I respect you for like some of the shit you done done in the past. You, Absolutely. You're like Terminator Two, one of my favorite movies ever. Mm-hmm. Terminator One, another one of my. I love that fucking movie. Right, right, uh, right. Titanic's obviously a classic. Titanic. Uh, wasn't the biggest fan of Avatar, but I get the appeal. But come on, my nigga, like you gotta understand, like this, 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 this ain't the same game you was playing however nope. many years ago. The rules have fucking changed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, we was talking about tears last episode. If we doing tears of directors. You kind of do was you. You still there? You still there? But oh you get boy. it. You get that if Avatar two don't hit them numbers, you dropping tears. You might drop a couple tears. Mm. You might drop a couple tears and shed a couple tears. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? So, James, James, just go and ahead. And- I, I mean, it's crazy that he's feeling his way because they put Avatar one in theaters again, and it. <laughs> It's done quite fucking well, so that means niggas are looking forward to it. But it's like we said in episode 18, that IP is what draws niggas to the theaters. Yeah. It does. It ain't really a movie star. And it ain't not to say that Avatar films are are movie star heavy like that, I guess. They're, you they're know. definitely not. Um, But I think the IP alone is going to bring people out. But like you said, 13 years later... Shit ain't the way it was in 2009 going to the movie theaters. It's just not. All. Niggas was amazed when they first saw it, but now right. we done seen so much Now we done shit. seen so much good shit in between. It's going to be hard to top that in a way that's going to bring people. Like, you'll bring people to the theaters. Like, it'll mm-hmm. probably do decent in the box yeah. office. Yeah, oh, I think it'll do quite fine in the, bo- in the box office. is it going to hit 1.5 bill again? Mm. That's going to be tough. Like, you know, even Black Panther, is that going to hit 1.3 bill again? I think it might. But you know, um, I think by the time this high nine hundred millions is a low. I, I think it'll probably hit a bill. I don't know if it's gonna hit one point three bill. To one point, just 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 to to give you an idea, like Infinity War didn't do as well as Endgame. Like uh, sometimes some movies do well, sometimes some movies don't. So we gonna see, bro. We gonna see. And but the the issue with it is like if Avatar two doesn't hit those crazy ass box office records, will it be looked at like a failure? To James, uh, Cam- yeah, James Cameron, it might. Mm. That's why that nigga's already kind of getting ahead of it. That's why the nigga's kind of getting ahead I of it. I see it now. I get it. Yeah, you know I mean? that makes sense. Because he's, he's, he wants to say it now, so it's not like if the movie doesn't hit this shit, people are like, oh, what are you going to do now, well, Yeah, James? what are you going to do now? With what are all, all that talking you was doing 13 years ago? Man. 10 years ago. 
Man, it, but he fucked up by hyping it so much by being mm-hmm. like, "Yo, when this shit hits the streets, nigga, like y'all niggas are gonna." On me was y'all y'all niggas is gonna. Woo, y'all gonna feel this. Yeah, y'all gonna feel this. And yeah, man, if I was him, I'd have been like, "Yo, Avatar two coming. Y'all gonna see it, and then y'all gonna fuck with it. Maybe or maybe not. Who knows?" But he built he built up the hype way yeah. too fucking much. And the other issue too is that uh, Fox was bought out by Disney in that time, so. Now he's competing within the same company with certain shit. Mm-hmm. Like I think if if Avatar Two was just like a straight up Fox property, it might have they might have pushed the release date a little bit further out from Black Panther, um, or Black Panther might have pushed this release date up or back a little bit further away from um, Avatar. But because it's all the same company, now these niggas is like, I mean, shit. If Black Panther do a bill. And Avatar to do high nine hundreds. It's a success for the company. Yeah, you know what I'm saying that's like true. It, it's not. It's they're not going to look win, at win. it. <laughs> it's like now we got like the craziest box office record in the year type shit. So, hey, look, James, you can always come to better sounds, man. You can always come here. Hey, you can come direct an episode of the pod. Yeah, you can. You Make can. us look goddamn. Hey, don't take thirteen years to drop it though. Please don't. <laughs> Please don't. Don't do that. Um. But speaking of box office or not box office or, I guess, slates of films, uh, you were talking about, uh, you, you briefly mentioned or you quickly mentioned uh, Shazam earlier. I was looking ahead to next year. Yeah. Uh, the month of March. month of March is also my birthday or birth month of, of my birthday. Um, and March 2023, bro, like, granted, there are a tons, ton of films that will still be releasing before March 2023. But March 2023, man, is gearing up to be a fucking month of, of films, bro. You have uh, Creed 3. Which I can't wait for. Michael B. Jordan, Jonathan Majors. Man. Um, in IMAX. It's going to be in IMAX. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what else we got? We got John Wick 4, which I see Lionsgate is also thinking about developing a f- game for the John smart. Wick series. Smart. I'm surprised it I took like them that. this long. Right, right, right. Very, I like very that. smart. I, but not necessarily surprised because, you know, you don't want to rush some shit like that. Uh, the gaming community is a bit more uh, critical uh, than the true. movie community. This is um, true. You drop a bad game that niggas will never are, forget. Yeah, you not. They will never let niggas, you live that shit yeah, down. Yeah, niggas will never forget. Um, we have Shazam. Shazam. Fury of the Gods. Fury of the Gods. Which, was, the first Shazam movie was like a highlight in like the yeah. DC uh, thing. I, yeah. Um obviously True. with with uh Black Adam, Shazam is gonna tie heavily into whatever DC has planned for the future. Um I think isn't there something else? Oh yeah, we got like uh Scream, right? Scream, baby. Yeah. Scream, the sequel to twenty twenty two Scream is out and it's out sooner than it originally was planned. It was slated to release March 31st, and they brought it up. But they jumped it up. They jumped the gun. Ha <laughs> ha! Uh, up to March 10th. So, uh, to me, that reads as they ain't got to do no reshoots. The every, the film must be good, and they are ready to get it out. Yeah. Um, and me, as a huge Scream fan and just a fan of horror films, um, I am super excited to know that a film... Uh, that I'm looking forward to is actually moving up. Um, because I was going to watch it regardless. If they released it on the 31st or the 10th, 
I was in that big bitch. Man. But uh, I'm glad that they are moving up to the same thing. Another film uh, you mentioned in, uh, uh, was it Dungeons and Dragons with oh, Chris Pine? Oh, yeah, Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, which Michelle Rodriguez, they, Chris Pine. They released another Dungeons and Dragons like maybe 10 years ago or something, which uh, was, I guess, okay. I didn't see that one. I'm I'm not big into Dungeons and Dragons. That, so that every shit. weekend in March is, is, gonna a be big, some shit. is a big release. Yeah. Every single one. And these ain't small releases. These are, this is... This is IP that has like a lot of value to it. Yeah, every single one of them, even Creed. Yeah, Creed, I mean, duh, Creed is comes from the Rocky franchise. It does, it does. So I think uh, some stuff might move off, though. You think so? You don't think that March is gonna gonna land that way? I nah. think March is still is still linked. March twenty twenty three will fuck around and be probably the be- one of the best months of cinema. Watch. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if everything holds, I think Scream is gonna hold. Scream, think, Scream is for sure holding. Yeah, I think Creed is going to hold. I'm, uh, Shazam has been pushed back a few times, so I'm pretty sure Shazam is going to hold, um, especially because Batman did really well in March. Mm-hmm. Um, but Dungeons and Dragons might get pushed. And what was the other one? John Wick 4. John Wick 4 might get pushed. Closer to so? the summer. Closer to the summer. Uh, see, that makes sense because yeah. John Wick is for sure. Uh, I've always looked at it as a summer title. Yeah, because I think the Super Mario Bros. movie comes out April. first. Yeah, it comes out first week April. First week of April. I think John Wick. They they could if they move to April, uh, not too far off the release date. They 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 give themselves a bit more room to kind of be a bit more successful. Um, one thing about having like a big movie come out every week is one or two of those movies is not going to do as well as if they had like. A little bit of time between. I see what you're saying. Um, Creed three probably does. Creed three and uh, Scream probably don't have super big budgets, so all they got to do is like hit a hundred mil, and like they'll they'll be decent, um, which they'll they'll definitely hit a hundred mil worldwide easily. Uh, Shazam, you know, comic movie IP coming out in March, no question. Dungeons and Dragons, that's a bit of a risk. That's a yeah, yeah. So they they might hold. Or they might push. That one's a tough one because, like, if the movie's good and they hold, mm-hmm. they'll be able to kind of they'll they, they just got to keep it in theaters long enough to like make the budget back through word of mouth. Right, right. Uh, but everything else, like, like John Wick would probably be wiser to push just to a push little bit. Summer. Rated R movie, like, just May push closer re- to release the summer. Late April. Late April, May. They'll they'll be good. They'll they'll probably do a little bit. Man, better, we but. be forecasting and giving niggas. T- listen, we get it. Hollywood niggas out there listening. Whatever you decide to do, actually, we need the credit for it. Just a little. Told bit. you niggas. Just a little. But bit. But March is March is gearing March up to is be, uh, to be, a nice be a, month. March twenty twenty three is gearing up to be a very. It's reminding me of uh of what September of this of oh, this year. Bro. September was so stacked. I missed some shit. Jesus bro. Christ! Until shit hit streaming, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of, I see that Don't Worry Darling is hit streaming. Are, are, you, are you looking forward to that one? Yeah, definitely. Okay. I, had, I had two opportunities to watch it and like chose not to both times So in well, theaters. Looks uh, like David Dean is going to come back uh, uh, in future episodes and give us his review of Don't Worry Darling. Yeah, so I hope you guys are excited for that. Um, um, after I cooked that movie, I uh, had like a whole 20-minute segment cooking that motherfucking movie. But you know what? Something that I have mentioned on this podcast and I've mentioned in the group chats, mm-hmm. what I did enjoy about Don't Worry Darling was the cinematography. Okay. Cinematography was great. Um, but that's not the only cinema movie uh, recently or not super recent because yeah, this but... movie that I'm about to bring up is not recent. Not at all. But 
it is a movie that I've recently watched that I was in awe of the cinematography. I was also super faded, had a lot of that red wine, a lot of that that vino. Shout out Kobe Bryant. Um, I know Kobe loved wine. Uh, And, of course, you know, uh, I had the chance to really, I guess, take the movie in in a way that I probably didn't uh, when I saw it when I was super young. Um, And that movie is silence of the lambs um but that's me that's you know the the question really let me let me let me yeah, go let ahead me and pose a question let me buddy. preface it with what is a film that you felt is underrated in terms of having fantastic cinematography oh man it's something a- that you know is like this didn't get enough love when it came out and I'm pissed for it mm. because that's how I feel about silence of the lambs I'm like, wow, this is one of those films that when it came out, it swept in every cat. I don't know if it won every single category, but it won most of the categories. It won a lot that of it fucking categories, in. yeah. And it didn't get the best cinematography nomination. Maybe the Academy was like, damn, we didn't get these niggas all these awards. Yeah, we got we, at least, goddamn. We gotta we gotta hold back on we this. We gotta one. hold back. But I looked at the category. But you before before we get in before I get into reading off the category that year. You give me one of yours for you. Oh, man. It's, it's tough, tough. I was thinking about this question all day. Like, damn, what's one movie? Brick is one movie uh, that I feel like nobody ever talks about the fucking cinematography of that. Okay. Uh, Ryan Johnson. Shout out to Ryan Johnson, one of my favorite directors. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's one movie that I feel like not a lot of people talk about it having really good cinematography. Um, man, I, I didn't brought this shit up on more than a few episodes. Uh-oh. You already know what I'm about to say. Motherfucking <laughs> Collateral. Collateral has Great amazing cinematography. Cinematography that not a lot of people talk about. And Ali, both Michael Mann movies uh, that have great cinematography that not a lot of people talk about. And, you know, while we talk about, uh, you know, Jamie Foxx in films, Any Given Sunday. Yeah. Any Given Sunday had great yeah. cinematography. We, what do we also talk about? Episode 18, Tears of Movie Stars. Jamie's in those tears. Jamie's in those tears, boy. boy. We gonna have to really dive back into that topic there. Yeah, shout that's, out that's Tori. Shout out to uh, bringing up the, these I think topics. Fre- yeah, Freeway. Me and Freeway also talked about too. it too. Yeah, shout out Freeway. Yeah. Um, Excuse me. Sorry. Oh goodness gracious! Knife sorry, cut it. That, nah. Um <laughs> uh, No, that's uh no. Jamie. Uh, any given any Sunday. given Sunday had great cinematography. Okay. Um, Natural Born Killers had great cinematography. Mm. Um, Man on Fire is another movie. Man on Fire is great cinematography. Great cinematography that not a lot of people talk about. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna keep listing movies, bro. It's, it's yeah. a lot of good like movies that just didn't get enough love for the, the Florida Project. Had great cinematography. It's a 24 mm. film. I think it got nominated for an Academy. It didn't win. I honestly think it sh- should have won that year. Um, A24, a lot of A24 films are, are actually, that's one of the reasons people love those films. Great because they yeah. look freaking amazing. Yeah, they all do. They Even, look good. I saw Minari recently. That yeah. has great cinematography. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great cinematography. Uh, Zola as well. Zola, Both sure. A24 films. Both A24 films. Shout out uh, A24. Although it's, it's hype. Uh, oh. Green Knight. Green, no, I'm talking about a movie that is hype mm-hmm. for cinematography. Uh, Green Knight. 
Oh yeah, great cinematography. What a fucking film too yeah. that was. Great movie, great movie. Another um, A twenty four movie. Another A man. Look, don't get me going. Yeah, no, we don't won't. Get me we started. won't. Go ahead, go ahead and uh, let me know them them nominees. Yeah, so this thing get started on A twenty four. Yeah, before I get into that whole bag, but yeah, like I mentioned, Silence of the Lambs is one of those films that um, I recently rewatched, and I'm like, wow, this film right here didn't get love in the best cinematography category at the Academy Awards, like. It won in all these other categories. Uh, Anthony Hopkins won. Jodie Foster won. And fucking, it won for Best Picture. Like, you essentially swept most of the big categories, but the cinema, the cinematographer for the film, Tak Fujimoto, was not nominated Nuts. for Best Cinematography. And it's mind-boggling that it, like, I don't know why I had this, this like, I don't know, Revelation a few weeks ago whenever I watched. I'm like, what the fuck were they thinking? But the Academy doesn't get a lot of things right. We can They do not. We can have several episodes in a row about what the Academy got and wrong. I guarantee next year in the Academy Award episode, there there will be a lot. There'll be a lot of a lot of yep, that's yeah. for sure. But from that year, let me just give you like an idea of what hypothetically the Silence of the Lambs would have been up against and I personally think Tak should have won because Tak Fujimoto is like he has a lot of other fantastic um, films that he's been like at the helm of when it comes to cinematography. Let me just read you a few other films that he has done cinematography for. Uh, damn, where's that? Tak Fujimoto. Mm-hmm. That just sound like a, a cinematography type nigga. You know what I mean? Like that just he's done like Sixth Sense. He's done Beloved. Oh, oh, he's done Devil in a Blue Dress. He's done Philadelphia. Devil he's in a Blue Dress. He's done Gladiator. Nineteen ninety two Gladiator. Oh, um, okay. Uh, 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 what's a Ferris Bueller's Day Off? Oh wow. Um, this, I mean, I can keep going. This man has so many films of him being. At you know the the lead cinematographer of the yeah. film, uh, Devil from 2010. Okay, uh, Manchurian Candidate. Ooh, Signs. Done a few Denzel movies. He's done a few M Night films too. Okay. So um, knowing that uh, what I would probably consider his best film in terms of cinematography, one that I know and one that I love, Silence of the Lambs. But the films that he would have been up against that year, let's run through them real quick. The uh, I'll, I'll save the winner for last. Delma and Louise. Okay. Um, okay. Terminator 2. You just said Terminator 2. I like Terminator he, 2. Yeah, a lot. That was, in, a, that was in the best cinematography category yeah, that, that year. That was a great, great, um, great looking movie. The Prince of Tides. I've heard of that movie. I don't think I've seen it. Some old shit. You remember when we was going through all of them old ass categories a few episodes yeah, ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm hmm. Uh, Bugsy. Interesting. Okay. The, uh, Warren, and, the Warren Beatty movie with Albert. Okay. Mm hmm. But the the winner is uh, JFK. Okay. Yeah, uh, so The Silence of the Lambs should have quite honestly been in. Yeah, they it should have been in the category. I do like JFK a lot, though. I mean, we brought up a couple other. I brought up a couple other. Uh, it Oliver the very Stone least should have just been nominated. It that's definitely should have been thing. nominated. I think if it was nominated and JFK still won, I'd have been like, that's a that's a fair fair win. If it would have beat JFK, though, I still would have been like, that's a fair win. It should have been nominated, though. Mm -hmm. Definitely should have been nominated. Um, JFK was a really well shot movie. Uh, damn, that's 
I should have been nominated, bro. I guess because I ain't seen Prince of Tides. It could have <laughs> could have snuck in above that. Yeah, Thelma and Louise. Uh, Thelma and Louise is cool. Yeah, it was cool. Remember, cinematography is tough with the Academy Awards because they they just be nominating shit sometimes, bro. Like I, I there's no real rhyme or reason when you get mm-hmm. some technical categories. Uh, some of these niggas they just throw some shit in. Sometimes, like certain editing movies, I'll be like. I remember when uh, Hurt Locker got nominated for best score, and I was like, I don't even remember the score yeah. from the movie. Yeah, I was like, I was like, I watched the movie like twice, and I don't remember. And like, I do not remember the fucking score from at the film. all. I was like, I was surprised. I was like, how the fuck y'all niggas remember? Damn. You know, okay? but it's 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 a lot of a lot of we we could keep going. I mean, because there's so many other films there, that there are. were snubbed. And it, and like we've said on many episodes, and we'll say it again, the Academy is not, they, yeah, sure, you know, a lot of people, you know, they that's what they want to achieve in Hollywood. They want that Academy recognition. But that ain't the end-all, be-all, clearly. It's definitely not. It's uh, definitely not. Tak Fujimoto and, and so many other great cinematographers, you know, they've, they have, they have that to their names. They have those films. Yeah. It, who cares about an award? Yeah. Has you he s- ever been nominated for anything? That's a good question. Uh, I would have thought at least a Sixth Sense. Right. Um, uh, right. Uh, let me go to his uh, to his awards if he does have any. I can't find. I would have to really do do, do some di- do some, some digging for sure. Um. He was, but just a, just a, he's 83 too. Wow. Oh, wow. Wow, that's that, crazy. That makes sense because he's got movies from like the early 90s. From the so early 90s, from the 70s, dude. Like, the 70s, you know, God, he's, he's got, you know, Death Race 2000 and, and, you know, all of the other films that I mentioned. Like, this guy is, is very, very, very decorated in terms yeah. of the films that he's been able real, to. Real prolific. Real, like. Super prolific. So we just kind of had a little moment there where, where I gave him his flowers. Oh, yeah, he deserves uh, them. Deserves them, for sure. But uh, something that don't deserve the flowers. <laughs> oh, man. And uh, uh, something that I saw on Twitter recently, bro. Um, and I know if you niggas out there follow us on Twitter. If you don't, uh, NWPod on Twitter. That's our Twitter, right? Yeah. Uh, we got a The NWPod. The NWPod. Um, but anywho, I saw a viral tweet on Twitter uh, not that long ago, uh, talking about Family Matters. They've been that was cooking sitcom that shit, from bro. the nineties about a middle age, not middle aged child, uh, goddamn, <laughs> I said middle aged, uh, middle class black family in Chicago, uh, trying to fucking I don't know figure out life as a middle class black family in Chicago. Uh, you know the, the some of the main characters, Carl Winslow, absolutely, uh, Steve Urkel, Steve Urkel, famously, uh, famously he became the fucking face of the show after like the first few seasons. Um, really kind of got away from the actual theme of the show that it was. Uh, but anywho, that's that's a whole another conversation, really. But anywho, um, that's just for starters. Give me a show from the '90s that you can think of, or it doesn't even have to be doesn't have to be the '90s. I just I just used Family Matters to preface. Um, give me a show that you know in 2022 has aged terribly. Mm. <laughs> Family Matters is just one to preface for you um, because that for sure is one that 
nigga, I recently rewatched. I wanted to rewatch Family Matters. It might have been the very early parts of the pandemic, uh, and I was watching. And I'm like, this show is pretty bad in a lot of areas. It just didn't it didn't hit the way it need to, or like it just didn't age well, or whatever. Pretty much, you know. And 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 there are a lot of other shows like you know that that are like family family matters not you know the exact show but there are a lot of other shows just like family matters in terms of fucking 20 plus years later you like ugh this yeah. shit was was on TGI TGIF this was on primetime television yeah you know what i mean but you know i i, I don't want to take the time to to just shit all over family matters because this is also a totally different time in television um, in the '90s, this was yeah. was I mean, it was a it hit. It was a hit. Yeah, you know. And shout out to you know, there's there's you know, I want to give you know, uh, still give a shout out to you know everybody involved with the show because it, it to to be on as long as it was a black sitcom, man, on as long as it was. How long was it on? Like ten seasons. I want to say it was on for like somewhere upwards of ten seasons. Okay. You know what I mean? Uh, Jalil White, he was a teenager Yeah. Um, at the beginning of the show, and he ended as an adult like a lot of the other ones did. Un- un- unlike Judy Winslow, she went upstairs and never came never the fuck came back, back down. Never came back downstairs. <laughs> uh, even though she went on to do porn. Oh, my God. Yeah, Jamie Foxworth, she went on to start, yeah, she was slanging that thing. Man. That's why she went upstairs and, no. Yeah, okay, all right, all right. Uh, anyways. <laughs> Uh, later on in life she did that yeah of course, uh, of course, of course. but um that was later on when she was an adult of course but of anywho course. uh but no Jalil White was a teenager and like something that is I guess lost upon a lot of people when they were going through that thread is like he was doing a lot of like body comedy like something that is not easy to it's do it's not physical comedy is definitely physical not com- easy to there do. it is better term physical comedy is not easy to do and he was a teenager doing it yeah and he was carrying a fucking sitcom Bruh. on abc and primetime television tgif legendary so TGIF, at the yeah. very least as shitty or as 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 sh- badly as as the show has aged I could still give credit to where credit is due. And 100%. that for sure is something that, you know, we we not take it for granted. Because we just don't get, you know, I saw I saw another tweet also. It was like, sitcoms aren't really the way that they used to be. You know, you got sitcoms like Abbott Elementary that are coming, that are bringing, not really bringing back, because Blackish was one of those two, where you had the, the true sick black sitcom format where it wasn't just 10 episodes. It was true, like 20 plus episodes, yeah. 30 minute episodes. You know what I mean? Um Situ- truly situational. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, um, Family Matters was 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 the one for for quite a while. So, but back to my original question. One hundred percent. Yeah. What's one for you, dog? That you know that Didn't you that you well. that you rewatched over the past few years or months or whatever that was like, oh shit, this yeah. is bad. I mean, well, I'll be honest. A lot of stuff doesn't necessarily age well. Just in the. 2022 eyes just because there's certain stuff that would be like a casual joke in a comedy that mm-hmm. it's like uh that's actually a whole like plot point now in a uh, in a in a TV show. Yeah. Uh I'll say one thing, I didn't watch it super recently, but I remember when I rewatched Fresh Prince a couple years ago, mm. the whole aging up of like Ashley Banks and it Oh my goodness! Yeah, I think I've tweeted. I think I've tweeted about them yeah. over sexualizing and, and aging her up real like fast. Yeah, that that's a little weird in retrospect. Um, I obviously wasn't watching it like when it was on on, but you know, watching it back now, you're a bit like, eh, that's mm. that's a little odd. Like in the in, uh, they aged her up like in a season. 
Yeah, it was really weird. Yeah, really, it was really, really, really weird. weird. Um, that didn't necessarily age well. I think uh, there's one show I like a lot, Scrubs. That oh, you, kinda, you know Scrubs? Yeah, if you watch like um, some of the older episodes, uh, it's a bit like, ah, uh, you guys, there's certain stuff you guys are kind of bringing up that's a little, um, especially uh, the Dr. Cox character, like a lot of the jokes and stuff he makes is a bit like, hmm, this, this, really, this don't really work mm-hmm. now, the way shit goes nowadays. Um Ah, oh, bro, there's so many fucking shows. Like you, you can, we can go on for days. This uh, is true. I think, oddly enough, I think because Martin was so raunchy from Jump, <laughs> Martin does like Martin age as well. Yeah. Uh, just because it's like you know from Jump, they were trying to be like edgy and raunchy and stuff yeah. like that. I think In Living Color kind of doesn't like they're really, still funny, but there's aspects of In Living right, Color still that's funny. like. Um, and I think even to to that point, like even with Family Matters, like yeah, it didn't really age well. Yeah, it was kind of a bad show. And in, in retrospect, when you think of like some of the like uh, the episodes, like the the the, the uh, like the plot points of of certain episodes, like damn, like I guess now also in twenty in like the the twenty twenty two way of how we you know view shows and, and like some of the like content matter in certain shows like some of the plots in the shows now it's like oh shit this is this is what we talking about now versus in 1995 it's like oh yeah. wow you know what I mean yeah uh, very it was it was still very taboo then of course obviously and you can tell in the writing that they didn't really know how to really address some of those things and you can just in in, in 10, 20, 15 years, 10, 15, 20 years later, <laughs> nigga can't count around this bitch. Uh, 10, 15, 20 years later, you're like, oh, wow, like, this shit aged horribly. Terribly. Like, aged like milk. Aged like milk. <laughs> That's for sure. Um, another, one, and another show that I can throw in there, and I fucking love it because I watch it all the fucking time when I see it on TV. Beverly Hills 90210. Oh, wow. Did not age well at all. It did not like there are a lot of episodes where I'm like, golly, this probably in 1992 was like controversial. Yeah. Now this shit is is psh, like, wow, this is this was this was an issue then. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah? yeah, it's like, like it, so it's super easy to look at shit like from back then and be mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, that's that was definitely not handled well. But it's also like that. Them motherfuckers did not know how to handle. They didn't that know shit. how to. They ah. didn't really know how to address it. They didn't know how to really go at it. You know, Bruh. they tried to go at it from a way that was still, I guess, entertaining, uh, controversial, also, um, but still, you know, if it was something like involving racism or like you know assault or something like that, yeah, they wanted to still like be sensitive to the topic. Um, versus now, uh, it's just a little bit more. <laughs> Like, yeah, now it's a bit more like once again, like some of this shit will be a whole season all season long art mm-hmm. type shit. Um, yeah, there's a lot. I mean, Saved by the Bell is good Saved for by the that. Bell. Home mm-hmm. Improvement as well. Two Ooh, shows that's like yeah, yeah. <laughs> two yeah. shows that's like if you watch it now in twenty twenty two eyes, you'll be like, oh, mm, yeah. yeah probably Somebody else said the Parkers, that. and I love the Parkers. 
Wow. Mm-hmm. Because wow. I know Moesha did, too. A lot of those oh, shows, right. we can go on and on and on and on and find shows. Shit, our shows in 2022 and 2044, them shits may or may not be hitting the same Man, either. some motherfucker might listen to this shit in 20 years and be like, Did y'all was talking about that shit like it was controversial? Right, like, wow, that's crazy. That's nuts. That's nuts. That's, or be like, y'all approached that that way? Y'all should have did it this way. Like, exactly. It's super easy to look at shit in retrospect and say that, but... uh there, there are some shows. I feel like, um, specifically, once again, with the Fresh Prince thing, that's a bit like, y'all should have known even at that time. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. that, that might that not have been. Look. Yeah, that might not have been the way. Because niggas did. have pointed out many people I have. You just did several threads, several thing pieces on Man. Twitter, don't think piece Twitter, about how they aged Ashley Banks up. Boy, oh man, that was they should have just started her from Hollywood would be on some jump. nasty shit sometimes. Man, yes, exactly. I agree with you. Like they, they should have. They, they. Uh, but you know that's that's motherfucking Hollywood. That's for you, Hollywood bro. for your ass. But uh, yeah, man. Uh, those. <laughs> bro, I'm I'm just trying to think of more shows now. And I'm like, yeah, this this shit just don't. It don't go well, bro. The more you think about it, the the worse off it gets. Really, any sitcom from like the eighties or nineties mm-hmm. is like this just ain't work. Even like watching um like the Jeffersons sometimes. Oh I'm my like, goodness! Oh ooh. boy, here we go. We going yeah, we going back further too. I yeah. think I've said it before on here, or if I'm not, I'm gonna say it right now. Good times. I fucking oh, love yeah. good times. Yeah. I can watch it all the fucking time when I see it on TV. But, oh, my goodness. But for the 1970s, early, early 80s, that was how they approached those things. Yeah. And, you know, like you said, it's so easy to to look at it in, you know, our way of of, of shows in 2022. And retrospect is like, damn, like, y'all could have went at it this way, blah, blah, blah. Like we're a lot more well versed in these topics now than they were in, or or are we? I yeah, know. I wouldn't say we're well, more well versed, but I think it's more. Um, I think we have the more of the more language for it now. Yeah, there we go. That's the best way to put it. That's the best way to put it. Like there's certain things back then that were so taboo that were like barely talked. They didn't about. even really know how to classify certain things or how to talk about it, how to approach it. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it, it nowadays. Because there is more language about it, there can be a bit more of a dialogue. Mm-hmm. Doesn't necessarily always mean that there's a dialogue, but there can be more nuance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, there's more opportunity for that now versus uh versus back then, where it was just like black and white, very black and white. My God, very. Oh my God. But. I mean, before we get out of here, I did want to highlight one other show. You were giving reviews earlier, and I forgot to give my review oh, yeah, on yeah, this yeah. show. Uh, on Hulu, there is a show, a title called uh, Reasonable Doubt. Oh, yes, yes. Um, on my list. It stars, was it Emma Yahtzee? God damn. She has a kind of a, 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 a long name, or I don't want to mispronounce it. Pull it up for me, dog. Yeah. Uh, but I want to say her name is Emiyatsi. I can't really think of her last name. Uh, but anywho, she is the lead as uh, she is the lead attorney and the lead in the show. Uh, she plays as attorney in L.A. Uh, uh, where she uh, tries to, I guess, 
get criminals fucking off, literally. <laughs> uh, but <Wow>. uh, <laughs> literally and figuratively. But um, but uh, yeah, uh, it's a bit of. I think it's on like. I think this about time this episode comes out, the season will probably be done. Um, but it's an Onyx Collective title uh, that is, uh, uh, um, want to say, like, if I look at Onyx, they have some other titles on Hulu. It kind of seems like they're, like, one of the, the, the production companies that highlights a lot of the black um, titles at Hulu. Yes. Um, from like, because I think they have some other ones. Uh, um, they recently have one I think called Here Tales. Uh, that, like I just said, uh, Reasonable, Reasonable Doubt. Doubt. There's another one. I think it is about the black mortality rate, or from women who are pr- like the complications of black women in pregnancies, or something oh, wow. like that. Sounds pretty. I could like I could be missing it. I can't think of the title of the show right now, but they 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 have a a, a few other titles on, on in Hulu's library that um you know highlight you know like I guess black life pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, in Reasonable Doubt is you know obviously it's a fictional show, um but um it's been a really good show. It's a uh, I wouldn't not it's not procedural, um but um if you like legal shows. A legal show led by, you know, a black woman and, you know, plenty of other. It's very black, very black show. Yeah, I know Michael Ely. Um, Michael there, right? Ely's in the show. Um, uh, Denzel's wife, uh, Paula, uh, Paula Washington, Pauletta oh, Washington. Um, Pauletta Washington's in the show. Sean Patrick Thomas is in the show. Uh, if you all are unfamiliar with Sean Patrick Thomas, I don't know why you would be. Mm-hmm. But um, he was in... Uh, most notably for for a lot of people, Save the Last Dance is one of those films that you can pretty much identify him from. Yeah, um, he was in Barbershop as well, right? Barbershop. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, she is uh, an attorney who really is like trying to get niggas out of jail, um, but also trying to like keep her career afloat and also keep her family afloat. Um, she's a very complex character uh, who, you know, has a lot of uh, of different layers, man. I love a layered character, um, someone who is not all of what you see in one episode. Mm-hmm. In three episodes, they're probably a totally different person than what you saw in episode one. Um, but just someone who is constantly evolving, whether that's good or bad, because sometimes niggas be evolving and they it evolve into their worst self. Yeah. Um, but no, this show is really good, man. Like I want to say, it's like I said, about time this episode comes out, the It'll season done, will probably yeah. be done. Um, but a very solid show on Hulu, man. I love okay. whenever there are shows like by black people, and you can tell the voices behind the show are black too. You could tell the mm. writers are black in the in the dialogue, in the actual writing of the show, not just the actors, because we've seen many times in Hollywood where there have been. <sighs> Black people, black faces, and white voices behind those black yeah, faces. We've which, seen it uh, many, many, many times. And I'm not even saying that, you know, for Onyx and Hulu, that there's only black people writing the show. I'm sure there are a ton of people involved with the show. But me as a black person, you as a black person, we can tell when niggas is writing the you show. Can, you can tell. You can tell. It's, it's usually very, it's very, very, clear. very, very clear. Yeah. Um, And they've been doing a very, very good job with the show. So I just wanted to take some time to, you know, give my quick review. Um, yeah. If I had to 
judge it on a, you know, like I just said, I've said it a few times. By the time this episode comes out, the season will be done. Yeah. Um, but on a scale of one to ten, oh man, high. I give it. A, I rank it up pretty high. I, okay. Uh, probably say an eight. Okay. Eight out of ten. Um, four out of five. I would give it to recommend. To recommend, okay. Yeah, it. it, it I think it does have a, a niche audience. Like a lot of shows that are black led, and okay. most of the cast is is black or you know non white. Uh, you know, you do have a niche audience that you usually you know have out there, and if it catches on outside of that, then that's even better. Yeah, it's better for the show. But you at least that. know that your target audience is locked in, and yeah. I can sure I can clearly can tell just from niggas on Twitter. I'm one of the niggas on Twitter. <laughs> uh, it's me. Uh, it is it, caught on with us, and I can tell that you know once it catches on outside of us, it's gonna be one of those shows that you know gets more acclaim. Um, okay. So four out of five, and uh, eight out of ten for all sure. Right, all right. Did you did you you looked it up just now? It is. Her name is Emma Yatsi Corneldi. There it is. Yeah. I was I was right with the first name. Yeah, I might have mispronounced her last name. I'm sorry if I did, but um, yeah, yeah, it's Corneldi, Emma Yatsi Corneldi. And Pauletta Washington. Yeah, Pauletta Washington is in the show. Mm-hmm. Definitely Michael show. Ely and Sean Patrick Thomas. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, it, it's it's a dope show uh, on Hulu. Y'all should check that shit out. Uh, and, I know uh, I am. Yeah, you should, for sure. It's on, my list. it's on his it's list. On list. It's yeah. on his running list of shows that he has to watch, titles he has to watch. Um, but yeah, I just want, I meant to give that review earlier whenever you give me reviews, but it got away from us. But it's, it's all good. good. It is uh, all good. But something else that's about to get away from us is this goddamn studio. <laughs> Or maybe we'll get away from the studio. Yeah, we're going to get away from the studio. Uh, but before we get the fuck out of here, Davey Dean, Deanie Bus, tell niggas where they can find you. Find me on IG at Deanie Bus. You can find the pod Twitter at the NW Pod. Mm-hmm. Same for the TikTok, uh, which we'll be posting more TikTok. Shout out to everybody more that's TikToks. been engaging with us. Thanks for engaging with niggas on TikTok. Absolutely. And on IG, it is NW.podcast. Mm-hmm. If I fucked up any of these names, the, the link, link is, the is bio. in the bio. Like, we post links in our stories. If y'all follow us on IG, all you got to do is click right the fuck on it. Click right the we, fuck we on it. We put it right there in big, bold letters, and yep. the link is right Man. there. Just and, click it. And, you know, we're going to try to be a bit more active on them socials. Uh... But yeah, anything else you got for us, Corey? No, nah, man, I think that's going to do it for me, Chief. We appreciate y'all always tuning in, locking Absolutely. in with us. Uh, you know, we 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 love the feedback for our listeners out there. If y'all got any other things y'all want to hear us talk about, you know, as long as it's within the realms of, of our show, you know, don't be coming up with no nut-ass ideas that man. you know niggas is not going to talk about. Um, but yeah, hit us up on IG, hit us up on Twitter, hit us up on TikTok. Uh, you know where to find any bus. You know where to find me. Niggas is going to be tweeting as soon as we leave out of this big bitch. As soon as we get out. But you know, knife, take us out. Whoop.